Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am so glad you're here with me today. Today we are going to be talking all about the fear of success, why we experience this, how it's keeping us stuck in our lives, and I'm going to give you some practical tips for how to start overcoming this fear of success so that you can move past the blocks in your life and become the awesome person that I know you were meant to be. But before we get started with today's topic, we have a message from our sponsor. Cheryl McColgan is the creator of the podcast Heal, Nourish, Grow. Cheryl started her podcast to share health and wellness information in a new and different format. The topics she covers in her show range from a wide variety of health-related topics, things like life-threatening diagnosis, empowering patients, cookbooks and recipes to keep a healthy diet, and how different superfoods help protect you. If you're into health and wellness like I am, then be sure to check out Heal, Nourish, Grow. You can tune in to Heal, Nourish, Grow at HealNourishGrow.com. You'll be glad you did. All right, guys. So fear of success. This is something that a lot of people struggle with, and you may not even realize you struggle with it because it shows up in so many different ways in our lives. But one thing that fear of success does is it sort of paralyzes us. We may not realize that we're paralyzed because we just feel like we're not getting anywhere in life, but it's because we're stuck. We're stuck where we are. And you know the thing that always keeps us stuck. It's that pesky thing called fear. Fear is the thing that will keep you stuck more than anything in the world. Everything always comes down to two things. It's either fear or it's love. Fear of success shows up, as I said before, in a lot of different ways. So you may not realize that this is what you're experiencing. So I'm going to talk about all of the different forms and the ways that it shows up in your life. And then we're going to talk about what you can do to get through it. I did a reading not too long ago on my uh, Instagram. If you don't follow me on Instagram or Facebook, you really should because I do card readings in video and I post them to those social media platforms and even YouTube. So I post them there and I did a channeling of messages the other day and I pulled some cards and the message, those of you who followed me, you'll remember, was to be bold. Don't hold back your gifts. You're ready and be brave. And so I was thinking about that and I thought, you know, there's a reason that message is coming up because there are a lot of people who have gifts out there who are not using them and they're not sharing them with the world. And the reason they're not using them or sharing them with the world is because they're afraid. They're afraid to put themselves out there. And if you're sitting there saying, no, I'm not afraid, I put myself out there, but I'm still stuck then I'm going to talk about this because there are other ways that we get stuck. We might get started and we get stuck. And I understand this a lot because I remember when I was working with my book, there were times where I felt like things were really chugging along great and I was making a lot of progress and then it would just stall. And every time it boiled down to my own personal beliefs and limiting beliefs keeping me stuck. There is a deep, dark inner fear there about putting myself out and being successful that I still have to work on and deal with. So I thought I would share with you some of the things and the insight that I've learned as I've gone through this process myself. One of the ways that fear of success shows up is through avoidance. 
people may avoid being the center of attention or being praised or they use other similar avoidance tactics because we don't want to put ourselves out there. We don't want to be vulnerable. Like we want to be successful, but maybe we don't want to be the face of that success. So avoidance shows up when, yeah, I want to do that thing, but I don't really want to put myself out there and be seen for it. And it's like this fear of being seen. Another way that it shows up is through procrastination. And let me tell you, I have experienced this one myself. You may start a project and then not complete it, or you put it off, put it off, put it off, or this is what I tend to do or what I used to do. I'd start a project full force, like I'm so excited about this project, and then I'd stop and move on to something else. And now I'm so excited about that project, and then I move on to the next thing. And then I'd have nothing complete because I, I would just start getting into something and I'd move on to the next thing. And again, I think it's because there's this underlying fear of if it's complete and it gets out there, then I have to deal with it and then what? Then we have the next sign that maybe you're struggling with a fear of success and that is perfectionism. People believe that they're just keeping the bar high and they are putting forth their best effort and it has to be perfect. But what you're actually doing is holding an impossible standard. And so if you're never perfect, which nothing ever is and no one ever is, if you're never perfect, you're never complete. So this kind of goes back to that procrastination thing that you don't complete things because it's not perfect. It has to be perfect before I put that out there. And I'm going to reiterate this so many times. No one's perfect. Nothing's perfect. If you go back and listen to my first probably year of podcast episodes, you'll be like, wow, I have learned and I have grown and I have done different things. That's what happens in the process. But if you just wait and you don't do anything until it's perfect, nothing's ever going to get done. That's just another way of avoiding doing it because you feel like it has to be held to such a high standard. You can't meet that standard because perfection does not really exist in the human form, right? Nobody's perfect. Don't wait to be perfect for something. And then there's just plain quitting. You find every excuse in the book why you should quit. And let me tell you something, on a weekly basis for a while there, I would say to myself, okay, I'm going to quit doing this podcast. I'm not going to do the podcast anymore. It's a lot of work. I'm not really making any money. I don't know if it's helping anyone. I don't really think anyone's listening. I'm just going to quit. And I seriously, seriously thought about it. I'm glad I didn't because it's picked up a lot of steam. Yeah, I still have doubts. There are still moments when I think, why am I doing this? Or is this even helping anyone? But I just keep going because there's that one person that I might be helping and that could make all of the difference. I've thought about that in my teaching career too. Why do I do this? Why do I stress myself out? Not, I don't matter. I'm not helping anyone. And then that one student comes forward and you're like, okay, this is why I do it. Well, it is helping. We all have those moments where we want to quit because we focus on what we're seeing that's not going right instead of all of the things that are. And here's the thing that I'm going to tell you. When you're making a difference out there in the world, a lot of times you will never know that. As a teacher, as a podcaster, as all these things, it's really rare for people to come forward and say, you've made a difference. Some people do, and I'm grateful for those people because 
sometimes that's the little nudge that I need to move forward and say, okay, keep going, keep going. Cause we're human. We all kind of need that. Like, yes, you're on the right path. I have to do that for myself. I have to check in with the universe and say, am I doing the right thing? Am I on the right path? And that's what I have to do sometimes to keep myself going. Because anyone else who's a teacher or a nurse or whoever out there and you're in a field where you're caring for people and you're helping, most of the time you don't get the patient or the student who comes back and says, you changed my life. It's very rare. You don't know how you've really affected people because it's rare for them to come forward and tell you. We probably should make a better habit of doing that. But we quit before we get to the end. And when we realize, like sometimes, right as we're about to quit, you're like, wow, it's successful. What happened? But most people will quit before they get to that point. It's too hard. I can't do it. This is, I don't have what it takes. We just, any excuse in the book we can find to just quit. We do it because it's easier to quit. It's easier to quit. It's harder to keep going. The other thing we will do is self-sabotage. We set up our own obstacles. You know, we make things more difficult for ourselves than they have to be. And one of the ways that we do that is with our own mindset. A lot of times we quit because our mindset, we keep telling ourselves things like, you're never going to make it. You don't have what it takes. You should just quit. Mindset is everything. If you are setting yourself up to fail, you're going to succeed at failing. Why would you even start something with that mindset of this could fail? Instead, this can't fail. This will succeed. Our brains can be our worst, worst enemies sometimes because we are programmed to focus on the negative. At one time that kept us safe. Now it just keeps us stuck. So it's time to stop sabotaging yourself. Stop putting these expectations out there that all these negative things are going to happen when you have not seen any proof of that. And we're going to talk about how to fix those things in just a minute. Self-destructive behavior is also another sign that you are afraid of success. And what is self-destructive behavior? Maybe you are drinking too much or maybe you're doing things to numb yourself because you don't want to face those fears or the things that you're doing or maybe you know there's a lot of ways we can be self-destructive we can be that in our finances when we overspend when we know we really shouldn't be like shopping too much or we can do that when with our health habits right we can eat too much of the wrong things drink too much of the wrong things not get enough sleep We cannot take care of ourselves. Those things are all self-destructive behavior. And that stops you from reaching your goals because it's hard to be productive when you're not fully in your senses, right? That's hard to do. What are some signs that you might be experiencing fear of success? So anxiety is a big one. Whenever you think about the future, you think about what's going to go wrong, you worry that Someone else around you may be jealous of your success. You may think that success will make things too complicated. You may worry that people are going to say negative things about you, leave bad reviews, and so on. And I can tell you, that happens to me. And whenever I read those things, it affects me. And then I go through that. I should just quit. I do that. 
I'm a human being and I do that. I still have to work through that. Another thing you may experience is guilt. You may feel guilty because you feel like you're getting success and other people aren't. You're going to outshine someone else. Remember that the universe is infinite. If you can have it all, so can anyone else. Or if anyone else can have it all, so can you. We've got to let go of that guilt. Discomfort too, because it is uncomfortable to push yourself towards your goals because it requires you to step outside that comfortable box. When you get outside of your comfort zone, for example, if you start a podcast, you're putting yourself out there. If you start a blog, even though it's writing, you're putting yourself out there. You're putting those words out there that make you feel vulnerable and that someone might come back and judge you. And you know what? Here's the truth. They will. Someone will do that. When you put yourself out there, you are putting yourself out in the public eye for someone to come and say negative things. It has nothing to do with that. That's something you have to work through in a different way. You just have to realize that there will be people who feel like they can do that. Let me give you an example. We're dealing with the public here. This example just shows you that people feel like they have the right to do whatever they want. And that's why some people will go after you and you have to ignore that. So, you know, we sold my mom's house and it's still like we're in the end process of, you know, handing it over, whatever. So it's still empty right now. And this man who's a neighbor of hers just pulls his car in her driveway and starts fixing it there and like leaves the car. And so we had to go over and tell him, you know, the neighbor took a picture and we had to go tell him like, yeah, you cannot just park your car here. This is not your driveway. Somebody actually owns this house now. You know, you can't do that. You wouldn't do that if she lived there. You cannot do that. And he was very rude about it and had an attitude like, you can't tell me what to do. And it was so frustrating. But that's the kind of person like people who will come after you. Those are the kind of people they are. They don't understand boundaries. They, you know, a person who respected boundaries and they will send you a private message or just talk to you. You know, they don't feel the need to go after you. And that's why I've just started learning that those types of people I don't care about. And you have to have that attitude with those people. Like if somebody's going to do that, then what kind of person are they? But it's uncomfortable and you have to get okay with being uncomfortable. And a lot of people are not. They're not willing to be uncomfortable. There's also pressure. You may feel pressure that if you are successful, then you have to come up with something else. Oh, I have one book. Now I have to do another. Now I have to be more successful and more successful. And that's another thing that keeps people stuck because they have all of those fears. And also sometimes, and this is a big factor, people who are afraid of success lack motivation. And it looks like they might be lazy or have low expectations, but that's not it. It's the fear that prevents them from making progress. An example of this might be if you had a musician who writes all this amazing and beautiful music at home, but's too afraid to ever go out there and play it. And it's such a shame because you're here to shine your light, to be bold and to be brave and to shine your light outward. But many of us are too afraid to do it. We sit there and we don't. But can you imagine all of the greatness this world would lack if everyone were afraid to be successful? Think about 
all of the wonderful inventors and people who came before us who brought us these amazing things, if they were afraid to speak their truth, if they were afraid to be vulnerable, all that we would be missing from this world. So what causes this fear of success? Because it doesn't just appear for no reason. There is a reason we have this fear of success. Well, it could be from a negative childhood experience. For example, if you were praised as a child and someone else taunted you for that, you know, if they called you a teacher's pet or whatever, then you might have a fear of being praised. Or if your work was never acknowledged or it was never seen as good enough, then you might become a perfectionist thinking that you need to be so good at what you do, others will praise you. So deeply rooted in these limiting beliefs are our childhood experiences. They really are. When you think about the fact that we've had multiple lifetimes, that could be a lot of childhood experiences that are still deeply stored in our subconscious. Another thing is imposter syndrome. If you've had self-doubt, it can lead to a fear that if you're compared to someone else, you may not be able to live up to their expectations. And or people will know or see that you don't know what you're talking about or you don't have what it takes. And I did a whole podcast on imposter syndrome, so you can go and look that up if you haven't heard that one yet. But it makes it hard for a person to acknowledge their hard work or be seen because they feel like they don't deserve it. People will see right through them. Also, sometimes, and this is kind of interesting, but people will misinterpret the feeling of being excited about something and being nervous about something in a good way as anxiety. And they may experience physical results like the heart racing and sweating and all of those things, and they may not like that feeling, so they may want to avoid that feeling. Again, people will also be afraid of any backlash that comes against them. And we've had a lot of different stereotypes and social norms in our society. So for a long time, women were discouraged from being successful or doing things. And so if you're in a field that's still kind of dominated by males, you may be afraid of the backlash that you'll receive if you try to step outside that box. And that may be for other cultures too. It can be a cultural thing. It can be a gender thing. It can be many things. It has to do with these social norms that we've been experiencing for so long, we get told it's not okay for me to speak my truth. It's not okay for me to stand up. And maybe no one physically told you that, but you can see that by looking around, you know, especially if you're in a certain field, you may say like, oh, hey, I'm surrounded by this type of person and I'm different. I'm the only one that's not like that. So that could cause you to want to just blend in and not shine your light. Um, And I can relate to this because being in a new building as a teacher, I didn't want to like speak up and I just wanted to blend in. So I wasn't making any noise or making any waves because I didn't want anyone to be upset or think that I was trying to take over or whatever. And that can cause us to dim our lights instead of shining the way that we should. Perhaps you had a negative experience. Maybe when you contributed something Someone else around you accused you of hogging the limelight or of showing off. And again, you think about when you were in school, if you answered a question right, somebody probably said show off or your teacher's pet and 
that can really cause us to want to quiet down and not speak our truth because we're afraid of the backlash that we'll receive from other people. Another thing is if you are experiencing poor self-efficacy, and that is the ability to believe that it's possible for you to achieve your goals, and that goes with self-love. And if you're an introvert, you may also have a really hard time because you don't want to be the center of attention. You don't want to draw attention to yourself. So that keeps you from doing the things you want to do because you don't want to be put out there. And I understand that too. Also, there are certain mental health conditions that can really exaggerate that fear of success for you. And one of those is PTSD. If you experience that, it can cause a lot of things, but it can also cause you to become really afraid of being in the limelight and having success. Okay, so now that you have a better idea of what fear of success is and how to identify it and what it looks like in your life, how can you fix it? The first thing is, and I think is really important, is to get really curious about why you're feeling the way you do. What are the messages that play over and over again in your head? Is it a cheerleader or is it the naysayer who's saying you'll never make it? I absolutely adore my mom, but she could be very negative in life. And that was due to her parents as well. So anytime that something exciting would happen, I would want to run and tell her. And it was like, well, don't get your hopes up. And I know that's just a parental way of trying to keep someone safe. But it also bursts your bubble. And it also sends this message that you should always expect the other shoe to drop. Like there's a catch, there's something. So for me, that was one of the reasons too that I'm always cautious, cautiously optimistic, and I don't want to get too excited about things, but that I don't think is a good thing either. So where in your life, what are you hearing over and over in your head and where did that come from? Usually it's put there, it's been instilled in us by society or by our parents, and I don't blame them, and I'm not saying parents are terrible. I think everyone just tried to do the best job they could, but we don't always have the tools. And so where is that negative Nancy voice coming from? Whose voice is it really? Is it yours or whose is it? So get curious and then maybe do some journaling about it. Where did I hear that message? Where did it come from? Why do I keep playing that over and over? Is it the truth? And then journal about what your vision of a life that you love, what does that look like for you? I love journaling. I think it helps so much. And I have that online. It's an online journal that I have, the 60-day transformational journal, but it contains writing prompts like this to get you really thinking about what do you want for your life? What are your goals? What are your greatest hopes and fears in accomplishing those goals? How can you take actionable steps towards those goals? What is keeping you from taking those steps? Reflect on this fear. How has it shown up in your life? How does it shown up in the past? Do you really fear a negative outcome? And when you look back at your past too and you say, well, I had a fear of this, but then when I did that thing, it was successful. You'll probably see more examples of success than failure. And it shows you then that your truth is not what you're telling yourself, that I can't do it as a lie. 
It's just this lie we've accepted about ourselves. Acknowledge this fear that you have. Bring it to your awareness because only when you're aware of it and you bring it to your awareness can we do something about it. Again, look at the origins of that. Where did that come from? And then we need to reshape that dialogue instead of what if it fails? What if I can't fail? Because if the universe is behind me, I cannot fail. What if I can achieve everything I set myself up to achieve? Start shifting that script. And even if you don't truly believe it at first, I know some people hate this phrase, but you got to fake it to make it as true. You may not believe it at first, but if you keep doing this work, eventually that belief system is going to shift because you're going to start seeing these little successes. And every time you see a little success, celebrate that because that's what's going to motivate you to go to the next thing. Visualize what you want to see in your life. Visualize the potential positive outcome of what you're hoping to achieve. Let that negative what if, what if, let that go. Don't worry about it. Visualize and focus on the positive. And then one of the most important things to do is to take care of yourself. Self-care, so super important. And once you identify where this fear comes from, there are a lot of tools out there that can help you. I do a lot of coaching with people where we identify where this fear comes from, what's happened, and then we give, I give you tools to help you fix it. There are a lot of different tools we can use out there and they're personalized. Like I create these things for you to help you turn it around and to get rid of all of the self-doubt and the fear. It's really the fear that's driving everything. We get rid of that. So taking care of yourself includes if you need to work with someone professionally, do it. Whether it's a counselor or a coach or whoever, You need to take care of yourself. You're worth that much. Practice mindfulness every day. Make sure you're eating well, sleeping. All of those things is self-care. And be gentle with yourself. That is one of the most important pieces to all of this is to be gentle with yourself. This is a process. It's not a race. You'll do well and then you won't again, (laughs) you know. It's just going to happen. So be gentle with yourself. Don't get upset if you feel like you fall backwards sometimes. We all do. I do. Everyone does. This is a learning experience. But you are worth being bold and shining your light out into the world. And this world needs your light so much. So shine that light out there. You can do it. And I would hate to see a world where we were deprived of your wonderful gifts. All right, guys. Well, I wanted to pull a few cards for you today. Before I pull the cards, I want to mention, if you want to be on my Patreon page, if you want to join us and be a patron over there, you get two extra episodes per week of my podcast. And uh, you also get readings. I do a reading each week for those people on Patreon too. I would love to have you over there. So go check that out. The link is in the show notes. All right, guys, so the first card I pulled is when was the last time I danced freely? And this is also from the Soul Truth deck by Brianne Hovey. Dance, because it will shift you into a beautiful state, because it will get you out of your head and into your body and heart. 
because fear lives in the head along with anxiety, control, guilt, frustration, and impatience. In just a few minutes of dancing, you will make the shift. You will feel a change of joy and confidence take over, and you will feel a soul reminder to live and lead from your heart. Dancing is a tool to ground us in the now. It triggers happiness, and it is the gateway to freedom. To become free, dance. I love this. And today's soul action is dance for three minutes to your favorite song. Notice the inward fire grow within and the feeling you feel being you. You are a wild, loving force. Express it with dance today. I love that. And I love dancing too. I absolutely, my sister and I used to love to go dancing and we used to have so much fun. So dance for a little bit. The next card is what else could this mean? There are always multiple ways to look at every situation. Our first reaction is usually rooted in our fears and limiting beliefs. Look at a situation today by stepping outside of the trigger and ask, what else could this mean? Today's soul action is, Is there something your soul is calling you to learn in this moment? Or is there a pattern that is ready to be broken? Walk in the other person's shoes and see it from their perspective. If it doesn't involve someone else, ask yourself, how is life happening for me right now? I love that. And we're always being called to learn something in life. So reflection, looking at things really and asking those questions is a beautiful thing. And that's what's going to help us learn and grow. I hope you guys see some beautiful blessings in your life this week. If you want to work with me, if you're interested in coaching, it's one-on-one coaching, or you're interested in a reading or a healing session, you can go to my website, melissaopen.com. On the offerings page, you can purchase it. You can also read more about them on my website. And then to schedule, you can simply contact me either through email, through my social media. All of those links are in the show notes. I would love to work with you, uh, but I hope that you are having a beautiful week and that we will have a beautiful week from wherever you are. I am sending you guys so much love and light. I hope you have a great day and I will talk to you soon. Bye guys.